and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast where every episode we create a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for a gay prom with my special guest and great friend, Cameron Esposito. Yeah, I'm a gay promedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some, like saying it, I'm like, whoa, that's, that feels uh, gay prom. Like it feels like something somebody would say, like, because they're mad. <laughs> and I'm, and I, 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 I like that we are reclaiming it and making it a celebration. Yeah. Also, um, much like a wedding, mm-hmm. any prom can be gay yes. if the folks participating in it are yeah. on the spectrum of queerness. So that's what I was excited about when, when we were talking about this idea is really like thinking about, I mean, some of the songs I sent you are post when I went to prom, uh-huh. but like I also created this whole narrative of like, this is what the night would look like because I... I went to prom. Did you go to prom? I did. Did you Did you go once or multiple times? I went once. Our junior prom got canceled, so it was just a punk show where people wore dresses. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, but my senior prom, I went to. But I my my date, ugh, who I didn't want to go with, some dude from work who like kind of pressured me into asking him. He was like this older guy. He got the night wrong, and so I was like, "Yeah, I don't have to go with that guy." I was a real wimp. Uh, wow. Yeah, I should have just been like, "No, I don't want to go with you." The patriarchy, you know, um, and. So instead, I went with my best friend. So my prom picture is two girls, which really freaked out the prom photographer. Yeah. Um, and the couple behind us was also two women, but they were, one of them is, was in a suit. So I think the, the photographer like didn't even notice. And oh he was goodness. just like, cool, got it with them. And with us, he was like, ah, two dresses. Ah, what do I, where do you stand? Your ah. friend, did they also have a date or not have a date? Behind us? No, like the friend that you Oh, the friend with. that I was with? Uh, yeah, no date. It was just like... Did you decide last minute to go together? Yeah, yeah. And she, did they already have a dress? Yeah, yeah. She was my best friend. She was going to be going anyway. It's like kind of a gang of people. And so I was like, yay, I get to go with you guys. That's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a really serious boyfriend. So I went mm-hmm. with my really serious boyfriend who wore a shirt under his a white tank top that he wrote Cameron forever on it whoa he was serious but cool he was serious but cool we were also into uh what is that movie with reese witherspoon that is like uh sweet home alabama no (laughs) it's from the 90s election and she gets look it's really it's really raw it's nicole forever is the quote that's what it's what marky mark is Oh, on his chest. That's what it is. Fear. <laughs> uh, cool. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's a really intense movie. Uh, Man, the patriarchy. That'll get you thinking. That'll get you agreeing. Stuff is romantic that'll, when it's not. That'll get you agreeing that that is a romantic gesture. Yep. Um, he was doing the best he could uh, with the information that we both had about sexuality and relationships, which was none. Yeah. Because we went to a Catholic school. So he was just like, is this romantic? Um but he was rad. I really liked that person. And we had fun together. But, like, my best friend was who I was in love with. And she mm-hmm. went with a dude also. And we even had, like, a song. And that song You and played. the best friend? Right? Yes. Okay. 
and that's when we played at prom. I remember. Was there like a meaningful look across the room? Yes. I remember that moment, you know, like how many things do I actually remember from prom? I remember the tank top and that moment. Those are the two things that I remember. I don't remember what I danced with my boyfriend too. Can you tell me what the song was? Yes. It has, the context has been altered as recently as this week uh, when we found out this person is a Trump supporter, but it was Shania Twain's You're Still the One. Ah. Which is an extremely romantic song. (laughs) Like Fear, which is a movie about stalking and like sex crimes, is not a romantic movie, but Shania Twain's You're Still the One is an extremely romantic song. But that's like and that that's true for all of society, like whatever your sexual orientation is. Like so much so much romantic love is just stalking, like in movies and TV. It's just Oh, I heard you had boundaries and I'm just not going to see him, girl, because I, I love you that much. Like, I agree yeah. 100%. And also like like a scene that I look back at where I just go, that isn't actually, I don't even know if it's stalking as much as it's like, wow, what weird behavior is in Love Actually, the like famous poster scene. Ugh. Like that is- What kind of friend are you? <laughs> yes, like that's not like John Cusack with the boombox, which I think is actually stalking, but it's- what it's it's like what is the expected reaction yeah what what reaction can she have and so her job even what the movie's saying her job is is just to like let him say it yeah she's a thing she's an object i mean that's that whole movie is a lot of that which is a real bummer because i saw it in the theater with a the first girlfriend so it still has like that place exactly in my heart. and there are so many moments i think also great music moments yeah that pick it back up and you're like oh but i do like that also like hugh grant and um i don't know the name of the actor that he's like yes the with, secretary they have great chemistry yeah so like as a tent poles like that keep the movie up it's like that's amazing yeah and also like the Joni mitchell singing crying stuff is amazing mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i had a, i was at a show last week in burlington vermont oh, i'm playing there in a couple weeks oh yeah it's fun um but it's legit a club it's like yeah a lot of times i play um theaters where so the vibe in a theater is like kind of nobody's like talking kind of a thing it's more formal they know that they're supposed to sit there and you're supposed to do the show it's not we're all out together which is what a club audience sometimes feels like. a club has like tables and people are with each other so sometimes people will chat and i was trying to like just stop somebody who had been talking for a long portion of my set and so i asked them what they were talking about this is somebody in the front row and uh this person goes i just told my best friend i love them and she got married two weeks ago to someone else oh this is what somebody did in the front row of a stand-up show at the show you don't tell them that after they got married number one don't tell don't tell them that no like that's what that is the they made a choice they made a choice the positive the so the worst case scenario for love actually is like anger and like aggression and like stalking or whatever and then the best case scenario is that you're like i'm a charming idiot telling my friend those are both bad outcomes yeah (laughs) there's no outcome where this is fun i feel like were i that woman um 
it would just in, like immediately fill me with dread that like, oh, great. So now I have to keep this secret for you. I have to not tell my boyfriend or husband at that point, because uh, that would crush him and you're his best friend. But also you're awful and will be at everything with us for the rest of our lives. And I'm going to be the one who has right. to act like it's cool right. and manage everyone's feelings, not you. Right. No, I mean, I, creep. so also the relationships in this particular case, this is two women, one of whom is actually, but okay. right. Yes. <laughs> and I, but I'm just adding this additional part of this particular okay. scene as different from the love actually scene is that like, this is two women and, um, their friends. Yeah. So like, what's weirder if this is yes. your husband's friend? <laughs> Or if this is your friend, both well, of them are. I think that your husband's friend very is a little bit weird, just because you have you had to in- involve a third party. No, that's a great point. And at least this, when it's just the two of them, like, all right, we can emotionally duke this out, I guess, <laughs> and and figure it out, and have our rules for each other instead of I have, having have someone else have that to do happen? that. Have you ever had a friend like? Oh yeah, like confess love for and sure. You're with I, someone else, and th- yeah. they're we're all in the same group and everything. Um, not so much of the same group stuff, but like, yeah, because when I was younger, you know, I, I've always been friends with a lot of guys. I'm in comedy. So if you're, I'm not friends with, I don't them, know what you're talking not about. friends with any of my co- coworkers in a lot of situations. Um, so yeah. And a lot of them, uh, especially when I was younger would be like, oh, we have such a connection. There's only one type of connection you can have with a woman. It means we're in love. That's interesting. And it means you must be as in love with me also. So I don't need to pay attention to this relationship that you're in. I can just go ahead and tell you. Um, And there was a lot of me being like, I like a lot of shock from them when I would be like, I actually, I don't feel that way. I thought that we were friends. Um, That's a complexity to to, like, so I'll tell you the truth. Being gay and doing stand up sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like it sucks. It's hard. And people are not cool to you. And you have to hear a lot of dumb stuff. And you're not no people aren't sure how to value you because women are valued for their sexuality so like wait a minute you opted out of that so it's like whatever but one thing about being queer is that i am insulated from Mm. that which i do think about all the time because for me stand up um when i started in chicago there were no other queer women or non-binary folks in the scene me that was Mm -hmm. it and there were like four women and so for like the first five years of my stand-up career, it had nothing to do with sex or dating. Um, and in fact, I was always like really surprised to find out that other comics were hooking up or with each other. Cause I was like, wait, like here <laughs> where we all work in this non-sexual space. <laughs> Gross. I, like, I don't even understand. How would you do? Th- like, how do you, what do you mean? Like, you know, <laughs> do you change a light bulb? Um, like, how do you know that it's time for that? <laughs> I would definitely see because it, there were so few women when like a new woman would enter the scene, there'd be like almost like a feeding frenzy mm-hmm. where folks were like trying to figure out like, well, who's that person going to pair up with? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like the answer might be like n- nobody because they're here to do a job or because they're dating someone that, has nothing to do with comedy or it can also be another comic but i just am aware of what you're talking about and i'm aware that i have had to that i have not had to withstand <laughs> yeah. that yeah yeah it's a it's a weird thing and i think not just from other comics um but i also think that um um straight male audience is not threatened by you in the same way because they're, you're not rejecting well, the same other way. Great I, ways. The same way. <laughs> I know i know i know i know cuz you're like, not rejecting them 
by well, not. Well, you are though. But but it's not your fault. If you he he knows that. Uh, I mean, if you could change it, you would for sure fuck that weird guy in the front row. I for wonder. Sure. You can't help it. You poor thing. I will tell you. I don't know which has a more personal context. I hear. I totally hear what you're saying. I think you're right that there is a rejection implied in you being on stage, and I also think there's rejection implied in me being on stage. And wouldn't it be great if we could acknowledge the reality of the actual people that live in this country (laughs) like that there are like enough women enough people of color enough queer people that like it turns out there is no implied perspective because the perspective is whatever yours is in the moment that would be amazing and i think that if we if we valued different types of relationship and love in uh, different ways instead of like you're nothing unless you got somebody who's doing it with you or trying to yeah especially for men yeah especially for cis straight men i think like giving men the message that like you're fine and also like because something i think about a lot especially this is so serious i love being like really but especially when i think about like young men committing violent acts in like mass shootings um i think about those guys being fed messages since the day they're born that like they should have everything Mm -hmm. and that they should have it early so like clear skin friends a goal for the future and like sex and like lots of sex and that should happen in your teens and in the in reality if you had all those things in your teens literally what is the rest of your life about yeah well and also they're taught that they're they shouldn't be having any feelings yes and if they're having feelings something is wrong that's right either with them or with the world around them right um and yeah none of that stuff is so true yeah it's like either. privilege and feeling owed something but it's also feeling deficient like they're both of those things are true yeah or all three of those things are true and i think uh we need to do like a ton of work on that yeah that is the frontier that yeah. we need to clear out for every time uh one of the things that i keep thinking is every every for every Disney princess that um, now like knows how to run and punch and kick and fight. I'm like, yeah, we need a Disney prince uh, who knows how to unite the forest by teaching them how to talk about their feelings and uh, color theory. Oh you my know? God. <laughs> like, a Disney prince who just, he like, he just stays inside. Yeah. He just stays inside and he's got an, a rich interior life and he's into art. Yeah. And can like sense people's feelings. Like Eliza, this where is mind blowing. What you're saying, <laughs> I have heard someone out there listening might be thinking this, so I feel like I have to acknowledge it. I have heard that that is Steven Universe, which I oh, am not Steven Universe into. is beautiful. Um, okay, yeah, it's I just beautiful. haven't gotten into it. No, so. it's really, really great, and I know the person who created it, Rebecca Sugar, who's been a guest on my podcast, Query, and has the, a really interesting story. And so, if you're a fan of that show, I'm just going to say that, like. I didn't realize how much could be done with animation until knowing Rebecca just a little bit and hearing like her talk through her theory of the show and why she created it. And it's incredible because like it's I think for our generation, a lot of what happened with animation was um, this is going to sound like a very insulting word, but like cynical. Like it's like the Simpsons effect, like the Mm -hmm. Simpsons and then everything after that. So everything was family guy. Everything was like adult themes paired with. Yeah, I think that's not, not even just animation. I think that's like sure. <laughs> like everything is, right. has was was that growing up right. snarky and like precocious. And, yes. Hmm. So this is the opposite of that. This is like earnest and has levels for every age group. So like if you're a kid, you watch it. It's not like something that's 
aimed at the adults in the back of the room. It's really like, here's the accessibility level that a kid would have. And then here's like what an adult would get from this. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to see somebody doing that because it's like working against that trend, like you're saying, in all entertainment. Mm-hmm. So what's up, Rebecca? And Steven Universe is great. Yeah. So more of that. Yes. More more uh, feelings for boys. Yes. So that they know how to process them and don't feel ashamed of having them. <laughs> um. That's it. You want to get into this playlist for this cool gay prom? I do. All right, great. Um, so we started off with one of your songs. Oh, you have yeah. a whole narrative set up. I do. I do. I even wrote <laughs> I to a whole it. narrative. <laughs> well, because, okay, so when I think about like movies um, mm-hmm. that have, uh, I think about uh, like in Adventures in Babysitting, um, I think it's, it's the beach boys it's uh i think it's when i kissed her she's like getting ready so there's like there's always that like getting ready theme Mm -hmm. where somebody is like looking at themselves in the mirror and like feeling themselves and whatever Mm -hmm. so i picked uh vivek shreya who's this really awesome canadian artist and um she's well you'll hear this song it's beautiful let's hit it aristotle don't ever ever change your mind cause you're mine. So she's like looking in the mirror. She's looking in the mirror. She's like she's doing like, whatever to her face, uh-huh. whether it's a light moisturizer and a little eyebrow combing uh-huh. or like a full on face. Yep. It, thinking, is this the night that I, am I a grown up now? Yeah, exactly. Am I, am I uh, a, 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 a beautiful romantic object now? And then like, so there's like probably like a turning away, looking in the closet here, like just like, What's in here? Like, what did I end up buying or whatever? Oh, because there's a really nice fade in. Can we do one yeah, the yeah, next yeah. second? It's like, oh, maybe I'm too early on it. But there's like a moment where there's like a build or whatever. And like, so that's going to be the spin back to the mirror. Oh, and you now know, she's all dressed. The, like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like, <laughs> yeah. like a little bit of the like awkward girl. Oh my gosh, she's beautiful now. Kind of I thing. Mean, or just like, because this song is about like feeling accepted where you are by yourself Mm -hmm. so i feel like whether it's like a spin to the mirror and oh my god she's beautiful now or whether it's just like home like this person looks the same but they just look like it's a new dimension of them yes exactly yeah like i can be this i can i can be this type of me also yes yeah 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 like in mean girls (laughs) (laughs) uh janice ian underappreciated name for a character uh <laughs> wears like a purple tuxedo to prom yeah i'm thinking that look yeah is probably what this person is wearing you wore a prom dress i did i wore a very elaborate prom dress elaborate well yeah like boning wow um, corseting yeah and then like a huge poofy skirt floor length and uh gloves Gloves. Gloves. So you wanted to touch for sure. Gloves. You were like skin on skin contact is important with this person. Elbow length. My my uh, school just like took prom really seriously. You had to ask in a creative way. I mean, it was like insufferable. Yeah. For anybody that didn't have a partner, like I look back with so much compassion because I had a boyfriend. I wasn't nervous about whether I was going to get asked. Yeah. But I can't imagine going through it because it's just like a whole. It was too much yeah i had just broken up with my boyfriend right before it and he took a friend of ours and i was like that's cool that's cool that's cool that's cool that's cool okay 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 cool 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 i mean it's nice it's safe because that's just a friend right it's just a friend nothing's going on oh my god um but yeah i i also i did cotillion which was a very southern thing Uh you know about cotillion okay um and we had to wear gloves for that 
And I remember showing up without my gloves one time and the, the ladies who ran it were like, oh my God, okay, don't worry, we have some in the back. <laughs> And, and, and that's elbow length too, not like wrist length. No, those right? are wrist. The wrist. wrist. I was one, yeah. It's just as long as you are not touching boy skin, oh it's okay for you to dance. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a whole thing. But yes. Do you remember, like, how did you feel about that dress? Were you like, okay, I can make this work? Or were you like, I was, should be a suit? No, I was really into it. I, so my dress was also like, it was ivory and it had flower, like huge painted flowers just on the bottom it was pretty um i think i looked like insane in it because <laughs> i mean i don't know it's not like i i actually have a good shape for a dress like i'm like yeah. I, I should be in a dress based on my <laughs> tiny italian body but uh like in terms of because i just couldn't figure like my hair i had like flowers in my hair and so it just it's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> I wore. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's how I, I felt also. Really? Like, oh, I, I mean, I can show you my prom picture. I it's want so to see. I'll, maybe I'll send you mine. Okay. For you to yeah, we can like, put up for this. Put out with the. Um. Yeah. I. I am. I'm in it. I'm like, uh, kind of hunched over, and I'm not a tall person. But it was like a tall girl hunch. Like I'm like I no, don't know yeah. no, how totally to stand in a dress. I, this feels wrong. Like, have you seen when, if like someone puts like a, a shirt on a cat, and the cat's like, no, 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 no. That was... Yeah. Well, Murph just freezes if I put a shirt on <laughs> yeah. our dog. He he go, he just goes. He just stands. He's like what's happening? He just he, he turns into a statue. You could <laughs> knock him over. He would just fall on his side. Um, he's just like if I hold still, it'll. The shirt, the shirt won't know where my body is, and it will fall off of me. Yeah, um, I've gotten better at dresses. I, I'm, I'm cool with dresses now. Do you like wearing them? Depend. Well, I not. I don't love them. I've got a few that I'm like these. I'm cool with, but for the most part, no. Every now and then, I'll like go through a phase where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start doing. I, I'm gonna try to wear a dress every day for a month, and I get like two days in, and I'm like, yuck, my jeans. Um, yeah. I yeah. I, I I will say when I'm. If I if I start dating a guy that I like, I'm suddenly inspired to wear all my dresses. <laughs> it's very sure. it's courting I'm, I'm like, ritual. Well, I'm like, oh, I'm a lady now. Look at how feminine I am. But most of my life is you know stand up. It's me being like, all right, I'm in charge here. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I, and I'm protected. You know, the dresses are vulnerable. Like well, all was, your parts are there in the wind. I was going to say like. I don't actually know, even when I have worn dresses, I always feel really girly, but then I'll like look back in a picture and it it's, I never picked like the girliest dresses. I never had like a really, ugh. I mean, they're, not that I've, of course, but I, and I'm not even saying, but I just mean it, I never wore anything that was like super strappy in the back with like a oh, lot of, God. you know, I, but a lot of people did. Yeah. For me, it's a, a, nothing with big flowers. And like, I, I remember going shopping with a friend, with my friend one time, this is in my twenties. And I was like, I was single and having a hard time. And like, I don't know how to talk to boys or men, meet them or whatever. And like, I feel like they don't see me that way. And so she's like trying to help me take me shopping. And she keeps pulling out all these dresses with like flowers all over them and bright colors. And I was like, I don't, that will look terrible on me. And I would put them on, she'd be like, they look fine on you. They look good on you. And I'm like, no, they don't. They just don't feel like me. And I would find like some plain black turtleneck dress and be like, ha there we go. Ooh, it's smoking hot, right? And she was like, it's not. I'm like, well, I'll make it work. That's <laughs> like, this one feels more like me. Well, 
Look, I know it feels like me. When I, you, I don't know if you've heard this story because just from our friendship, but when I, bleh, in my high school, there's a famous couples dance. Mm-hmm. You went in costume and my boyfriend and I went as each as other. As each other. Yeah, I do remember Because that. we were like voted class couple. We were like, we'd been together for a really long time. We were the couple in my class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wore his football uniform to a dance. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I have photographs of this. All of my friends are like, he was, we were with this big group of friends. All my friends are like dressed as Tinkerbell. I'm wearing a football uniform. I look so happy. There's this, there's a photograph, like we got like professional portraits done of our whole group of friends. And I'm in the front on one knee and he's sitting on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like beaming and I remember I had like the best time I wore cleats I just had like the time you get a real of my slide life in cleats. yeah I like I was just I was I just felt great yeah that was the best dance in terms of like how I felt when I was there that was the best dance the pants are comfy <laughs> yeah. and I always thought everyone felt the way that I do and then I remember rooming with a, a girl um, for the first time I went to Edinburgh, uh, roomed with, with my friend 80, um, and she wears dresses every single day. And I was like, Oh God, did they tell you, you have to do that? And she was like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, they told me I had to wear pants and I fought it. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why would you? So what I'm saying is, uh, what, a spectrum. What, a, what a spectrum, what a rich tapestry we are in the next song in our playlist is from, uh, that I put on, I felt like. You, you mentioned that a lot of these were not um, out when you went to prom. Mm. I would say these all seemed very modern to me. Right, yes. So like, like from the last five years. So I was like, okay, put away the the, the um, George Michael and soft cell um, and the, the cool Don't ever oldies. put away the George Michael. Well, but I mean, for the for yeah, 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 just for, for this, playlist. but like not mentally yeah, yeah, yeah. and not in your hearts. Um, so I, I tried. I tried to keep it modern. So this is uh, "Girls Like Girls" by Haley Kiyoko. She's killing it right now. Yeah, she's a big, big hot name. She's a big hot name, and she's also a former uh, Disney star, I believe. So felt like I'm. We're still like getting ready, but we're like, this is, this is for sure. Does this like descending the stairs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like is that Yeah, I think this is like <laughs> pictures with mom and dad, but also like the the this is not a coming out moment. That ship sailed. Like we we know that this is a this is a gay prom. This is a girl who likes girls and that's not the issue. Here. Oh my god, We're I love it. Well, fun. in my mind the the narrative was a little bit more like um person building themselves up for like the big reveal to a best friend oh. but i think that we can have different gay problems yeah yeah sure 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 i mean there's 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 some there's drama that so, happens in this playlist yeah, yeah there's <laughs> in a lot drama. of different directions <laughs> believe me yeah but also i was like yeah i feel like if i was like a, a prom age girl now she's who i would be listening to totally um and and also i do like that she comes from this like nickelodeon disney sort of background and is being pretty bold about I'm this aspect of her. Very bad lesbian because I am of course familiar with her music and I don't know what she's from. So I this was where there I was supposed go. to say, yeah, Eliza, she's from this because like I'm usually 
usually like hey man i get it info beyond info I'm like not- i've got it lined up but i don't have that information on this well and i you- could google it and we could edit this but i'm being vulnerable no. with your that- listeners well, and that's also how i do this where <laughs> like i don't expect you to know everything about everything yeah but i should know everything about lesbians in culture and no. media. that's my area of expertise See, <laughs> to think that would mean that there that it's a small area oh this is a what? vast area no, you're right it's just too it big i can't keep up for you it. to know about the it's whole so much. world come there's on just, there's just too much there's too much content and i can't absorb all that we're constantly learning yes so w- how boring it would be if you already knew everything well thank you um but yeah so uh, I, uh my my other difficulty with this whole playlist was like trying to make it overt and yet not overly sexual because i was like mm. these are kids come sure, on yeah come on let them be kids well i would say we that but then i all put over a the place. song on here very deliberately that's like sexy because i was like i oh i put some sexy ones yeah because i remember what prom was like yeah which is that for sure you're you were like no call forever like, <laughs> well but that's the thing that's it's the difference between feeling sexy and actually knowing a lot about sex. There, you know like, nothing You can't have sex. a song that's like, oh, this person who wrote this song, they understand where things go. <laughs> like, it's just the conceptual, like, that's oh, funny. yeah, I have this vibe, but I don't know. What am I going to do with this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot. Yeah. It, what are, what's the next one that I did? I wonder. I wonder if it ramps. Oh, this go to is it. closed. We can move it. What's your thing, Bob? Oh. I'm curious mm, about it's my thumb. whether I... Let's, let's play that next oh, yeah. song. Actually, this, well, this is, you know what? This is totally in the same zone where it's like not super sexy. I mean, it's not, not, not super sexualized, but it's very like, it makes me dance a lot. This song makes me dance a lot. Do it. What's it called? Uh, it's Tegan and Sarah, How Come You Don't Want Me. This yeah. is one of my top Tegan and Sarah go-tos. Obviously, you know me. You've got a I few Tegan and Sarah go-tos. Several <laughs> Tegan and Sarah go-tos, but this is an underappreciated uh, banger. Yeah, and this is walking in to prom, yes? Yeah, you're walking to prom. There's, there's a disco ball with, uh, with the, uh, the streamers, the little lights that everywhere. I probably put up because oh. I was on all those committees. Yes, of course you were. <laughs> oh my god, I was running all those committees. Uh huh. It's I'm dancing now. Yeah, it, this is like a, that. That does have the like it's a magical night. It feels vibe. glittery, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, did the disco ball? You're totally right. Is implied. Yeah, there's little spinning lights yeah. all around the room. Yeah, you're, like, you're oh looking. My god, who's here? How is this our gymnasium. Who's here? This is so nice. Who's here though? <laughs> who's already arrived and who's yeah. still to come? Yeah. Is she here? Yeah. Wait. What's your I mean, next my friend? Uh, what's your next one? You want to this... rocket through this I, whole thing? I just want to know if this builds in the right way because I, now I'm like. <sighs> Are you right? It's a long playlist. I, we can we can keep rocking through it. So this one, this for me, you know, thought experiment. Um, so I'm so I felt like yeah, we walked in. There's glittery lights everywhere, and then uh, you see her. Uh huh. And I Sitting put there on, across the way. I put on "Honey" by Kalani. Like kind of like everything pulls away. And it gets real, like, just this between is you and good. Someone. Yeah? Are you impressed with me? <laughs> I think you did a great job. Thank you. I, we're like, oh, she, I mean, she's perfect. She's still innocent. You know, she's like me. We're both just teens. Is anybody by the punch? Yeah, she's by the punch. She's getting punched. How did you know? Just wondering. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Her, she doesn't usually wear hair down. Hair's down. <laughs> no big deal. 
But it looks different. Because she has really short hair, but she usually wears it directly up. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> so what it is. That was just a little on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's uh, a, a, a bob. I don't know. Maybe it's a lot. She plays softball. She's always up in the cap. Who knows what's happening under there? <laughs> um, that's a, yeah. I feel like I wish we were listening to all of his songs all the way through and not podcasting. <laughs> Do you, know, well, do you ever feel that way? Yeah. Well, I put them out as playlists also, so right. people can do right. that. And if they want to go and throw their own prom experience, they can. this can be part of their playlist or the whole thing if they only want it to be 42 minutes. That's how long the playlist is. That's a good length, though. Like Thank that, you. I will, I'll save this, and then I'll use it for when I take... Uh, stress stress walks <laughs> is that what you do you take stress walks? oh constantly <laughs> what does that mean How, what is what constitutes a stress walk well i am like a dog i have to get walked mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. and yeah, you got a lot of energy i have a lot of energy that's yes that's right <laughs> you know not i was i w- went to a, a show to a concert with a friend rio was out of town my wife and I just like had a friend that we've known each other in passing, but we've never like gone out just the two of us together. And I had this extra ticket. Friend date. We were like, yeah, we were like guests of the band or whatever. So I was like, well, let's go to this. And the we were sitting in the car and she kept thinking that accidents were happening because apparently my reactions to the world are <laughs> very excited and yeah. outsized. But uh-huh. I was just excited and I have a lot of energy is what I learned from, because she kept being like, wait, what's that? What? No, no. And I was like, no, this is just, I'm just what responding just to the checking world my around spot. us. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. even driving. We were in a lift oh, and I gosh. was just going like, whoa, look, there's like a skateboard. Like I was just absorbing the world and I, yeah. I realized that I, I guess I have a lot of energy. Yeah. I need to get it out. So I go on these giant walks. Huh. I, my, my weird energy thing is that people constantly scare me, shock me. Like, <laughs> uh, like when I would be in my office or just like working on it's I guess it's because I'm like when I get in the zone and I'm like writing or working on something and somebody will be like hey and I'm like oh Jesus what God oh yes hello like I am always shocked by people that's funny because I feel like that never happens to me do I get scared no yeah my life is jump scare after jump scare <laughs> I mean I'm living my life a horror to movie avoid thing that which yeah, you thank you, don't thank understand you for, thank you. I know it's a different world for it's you really hard for me <laughs> you hate horror movies yeah I do I hate horror movies so much I can't I can't do them yeah that's um, why it was so exciting the other like what was it like a week or so ago mm-hmm. or two weeks ago yeah and I was like oh I want to see a movie that is not a horror movie hey maybe Cameron wants to go that was it's not horror it's not sci-fi it's not a thriller huh okay I mean by the way just why mm-hmm. i can see sci-fi movies oh okay yeah all right if there's a, a lot of times those are a little bit suspenseful no that's a great point so let me try to give you a, okay. a differentiation um if there's an alien mm-hmm. and that's coming at you yeah no problem yeah no problem the huh. movie alien no problem even though that's no. a lot of scariness it's a lot of scariness yeah but for me what really does it is like um like ghosts murderers uh like witches like anything that's the sci-fi tempo is often not as tense there's a lot of like solving what's Mm -hmm. happening Mm -hmm. we're out in space and we don't have any oxygen or whatever it is you know Mm -hmm. uh that is fine with me Hmm. but i cannot deal with uh and i can't deal with like body horror and i can't deal with i can't deal with anything like that body horror is my number one fave no. 
But what I absolutely don't connect with at all, and I'm like, okay, whatever, is um, any kind of religious stuff, possession, devils, then going a little bit further, ghosts. I'm like, come on now. And look, there's some good You're ghost You're not ones. scared of ghosts. Not at all. What about I if think it's a Babadook? Is, is, was that a ghost? I didn't see it. I don't know. Well, so <laughs> it was, I don't think the was Babadook it? was I don't, a ghost. You tell me. I think the Babadook was. He has a hat. It's really scary. Was just looking for acceptance and a partner in a world that didn't understand him. But it's in the basement. Um, oh, oh, this is another thing I need to explain. <laughs> it's basements. Oh, off limits. See that? See that? that I do find scary, but it, I I enjoy it when I find something scary. Basements, monsters. I'm a big monster fan. What if are it's something monsters? that could grab my ankles while I'm going up a basement stairs? Ooh, I want to hear all about it, and I want to see it. I love it. What are like? What's in that category of monsters? Like modern day monster movies? Because I know what like old monster movies are, but like, um, what would you put in there? The Quiet Place. Oh yeah, I can't see that. No, but that's I can't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, I can't see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any kind of creature. Um, I can't even watch a trailer for that. Any creepy, like, oh. I it, can tell from the font that I can't watch yeah, the trailer. Yeah, no, you I always can tell that, from that, the font. That, you won't like that. No, I can't see tell. that. Yes. Um, but yeah, any kind of thing that has to do with stuff that I think people get taught at when they're religious. Uh-huh. Um, like, that, I mean, that. I, I'm Because I, I grew up. As in such a hippie religion that like none of that stuff does it for me yeah i mean i hear you but i feel like <sighs> anything that could be in my room yeah and the Ooh. devil can be in your room no there come on what is what let's see we're in a little be. suit let's see like i'm a bad boy i don't believe in devil stuff uh, it's just too silly to me i mean just i too have silly. seen Rosemary's now baby. if there was some sort of other dimension full of things that ate people and that was in my room or it was just like it even just knew the secrets of all the worst thoughts i'd ever have Ooh, yeah okay him, him i don't want and but he's probably got tentacles and long claws um i have seen stranger things Okay, so that's a monster. Yeah, that's a monster. I can see that. I have to watch it in the day <laughs> and then have like a lot of debrief time yeah. for my energy. Uh, but yeah, I can watch that and I can watch, yeah, I can watch that. But I just, if there was a person, not a... So if the, if Stranger Things was like, they just went into a guy's house and he murdered people, oh, yeah. then you'd be like, get out of here. Yeah, that's the upside get down is just this get this duplex across the street <laughs> out of here. Also, in our childhood, I don't know if this is true anymore, but in our childhood, there there was a real trend. Like there wasn't so kids entertainment didn't exist yet. And certainly about- not like tween entertainment. So horror movies were like I think people still watch horror movies at sleepovers and stuff like that. But the horror movies from our generation were so intense. Mm-hmm. Like Something like um, Seven or like mm-hmm. uh, Silence of the Lambs. Like those are like, that's not well, a jump scare movie. Those are like really exceedingly fucked up movies. I almost don't <laughs> even consider those horror movies. I consider those consider like thrillers, I would think. Just because they, <laughs> they seem more adult. Yeah. Like like a horror movie, I would, I, I, I do feel like has, yeah, more jump scare. I mean, The Fly, I definitely would consider a horror movie, though. Yeah. And that still feels like it's like made with the amount of care and thought and adult audience in mind as those other ones. But so it's a thriller. Okay. So it's a thriller, but in a lot of thrillers, there isn't like somebody in a room with a bunch of uh, air fresheners. What do you mean? Like a, like a rotting body? Like a rotting body? Oh, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that like, okay. So that stuff was gross. But, wait, but like you were it. watching was them trying to figure it out. It wasn't like no, that's not what I was watching. Because if I was, was watching, if it was a like, horror movie, it would have been about that room, and then those guys would have come into it and then left, and then the the. Wow, you know, you're right. The, you're right. I, I, Look, when you're right, you're right. I can admit. But it's good to learn that I don't um, know what the designations of movies are. But exactly I'm still how much of them. you hate them. Well, and it's also like how and this is not like accepted by the Council of Horror versus Council of Thriller. I thought you were on the board there. No, you're not. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not on any of these councils. I'm still just not two on the goth shooting council. The shit in I'm your not on any. Room? All right. Yeah. Well, I guess then uh, this is also informal. <laughs> We should go to your next song. We should keep this going. So, yeah, we're what is our next song? Prom. I need oh. you to open this again. Sorry, I keep having to open up my phone so that Cameron can read the songs that. Oh she's yeah, me. this is good. Um, <laughs> this is this has actually been my song to walk out on stage for like the last. Oh, your walkout song. Year? That's yeah, the term my, in the industry. Yeah, and it um, it's fantastic. Great album, Beth Ditto, Fire, and it's this is an incredible song. So this is when you first. You're like making eyes at your friend. It's getting ramped up. Okay. It's getting so, so sexy. Oh, tonight you're confident about it. That's right. You you weren't sure in the past, yes. but now you're like, no. Yes. Now it's, I feel this way and we're all going to deal with it because yes. it's a good thing. Like, get up, 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 right? If you want my, want my, want my love, get up, 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 I just want to wait for sh- to know. Yeah, she says that, that a drop. Beth Ditto. <laughs> Why you gotta be so good? Yeah. I I was out of town. I didn't get to go see. I didn't get to go see Beth. She was just here. Oh, I missed sorry. it. I She's in Europe now. Now I gotta move to Europe. Well, I don't think that's really what the fix that's, for this situation. I'm sure she'll tour again. Sure, but right now she's touring in Europe. If I just moved there, well, but I'd then, get to see her a couple times. Which, but that's, just get, then you, but you that would be true if flight. you just stayed here. Then she I'm would like come Ryanair. That, uh, you know, okay, fine, do it. <laughs> I mean, if... <laughs> If Rhea and Murph are ready, <laughs> then I guess do it. No, I'm leaving my I'm leaving my wife and Well, just yeah. to follow her to Just to see a couple shows. <laughs> just this is feels I I, I feel like I, too this is not a great plan. Like okay, all right, I mean, I know right. how much your life means to you as is. Well, it'll be a real thriller. Okay, well, that that's right? not what thrillers are. That? <laughs> that's not right either, so, no. Yeah, no, I use that. Oh, jeez, Cameron. Oh, wow, I'm really uh, destroying your life, and I didn't uh, mean to. Uh, well, we'll so this song in this playlist, and that change in mood, kind of makes me feel like one thing that I, f- I, I, I feel like uh, lesbians get to do maybe that straight girls don't have lesbian sex yeah there's that and i've seen oh. the l word high five and no it um the the like traditionally because of the patriarchy uh-huh. we have to we've always been especially in movies the pursuer and been the like oh. object and being able to switch back and forth and be pursuer and and the one who is pursued without it being like a huge, like a whole definition of someone's gender is pretty cool. Right. I mean, it, some of that is less flexible, which is, which is also true. There are some folks that are like pretty inflexible on where they fall. Yeah. Um, in that dynamic. But I think, I don't even think about that. Mm -hmm. You're so right to point that out. It's just not something I ever think about. And, um, 
again, like I am totally aware that there are some things that like straight women, some like boxes that straight women are put into. <laughs> we have our own boxes. Um, that, uh, getting back to the sex yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> the problem is we're not put into boxes. Yeah. And also, not all lesbians have vaginas. This is just it's yeah. just good to cover, say oh, just yeah, to yeah, say yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. Sure, sure, it's just sure, good sure, to say sure. all these things. Um, but but yeah, I, I feel like I don't even in my youth because I have always kind of fallen the same place. And the gender and sexuality spectrum, some folks experience it as a shifting thing, but I really don't. I feel like I've been pretty fixed. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't mean I always approach everything the same way, but like sometimes I have been the pursued and sometimes I've been the pursuer, even within one particular relationship, like you're saying that flip Mm -hmm. and flop, or sometimes there's been like one person I dated that it was one way and one person I dated that it was a different way. But it has always been an option, like even with friends and stuff, you know, where I was um, having like some more masculine or top energy or something. That's always been a huge part of my life. So I don't. Yeah. What is that like if you can't like, (laughs) could you ask a guy to dance at your prom? uh, How would that have gone? Yeah, but it would have been like I would have done it as a joke. I mean, it wouldn't have been a joke, but I would have been like, it's a joke. Like, whatever. Like, we can dance. You mean dance with me? Um. But yeah, a lot of, and, and I do think that there's less of that with younger generations and it, you know, there are, there have always been women who take initiative and just live that way and the world deals with it. And if a dude has a problem with it, that's not the dude for her. Um, but it has been, it, it does feel like a thing that you have to acknowledge and be like, am I going to let this stop me from asking a dude out or not? Uh, you you can't assume that like it, it it's like you can't assume that they are gonna be fine with it and that it's not i've never had a guy like not be fine with it but like it's not what it's 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 not attractive to a lot of them that's really like, interesting yeah can in i a way tell that you the feels truth limiting i have never uh asked Anybody out. I've never made never. the first move. Wow. Not one time. But, but not even like that's, moves. There are moves that are not asking I someone out. I was just going to say. Yeah. But that is because there's a part of like what's going on with my energy. That a friend of mine, this like this like straight cis dude, you know, like white guy comic, like the guy you're not thinking of, whatever, mm-hmm. years ago was like, you do this thing when you're talking to women that is hysterical where you lean back like we used to work at this show together in chicago for years hosting this open mic and so it was at a bar so there would be like a bar behind me and he'd be like you lean back and you're and you gradually do it. it's like you're in a standing recliner and you gradually do it more and more and then if there's a woman that you're talking to that you're interested and she will come towards you and it is like a thing that you're doing that's kind of that a is boss move very impressive it's a very <laughs> that is a very boss move yes. and i was like oh my god you're right like after he said that i absolutely was like yeah that's totally true yeah and i feel like it's not even something like i guess the character shane on the l word did it a little bit but like i don't even see it in television represented but this thing where you're like because when men are pursuers we don't show that type of pursuit mm-hmm. that's like not something that like on tv or in movies and stuff it's always very much like this cornering thing as opposed to like this giving space yeah and anyway so yeah, for dudes or for anybody that's trying to like lean back well also come up with I a have, whole new move i've definitely heard like talk more quietly so they have to lean in to 
to hear you. Right. I've heard of that as being right, a right, move. Right. 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 And now it Which sounds this like, is like I'm, a physical version of it. Now it sounds like I'm also doing like a the game situation. No, well, okay. But, for it. but what I'm actually talking about is like giving somebody space to not feel cornered and like no, allowing yeah. for that to be pursued also. Which yeah. is really. So the next song is from me. Uh, it's Strangers by Halsey. Because there's an X there also. Right when you were feeling good, this one person, someone shows up, throws you off your game a little bit, makes you doubt things. Wow. So painful right up top. Yep. Don't kiss me in the mouth anymore. What is my next song? I'm very curious as to how this is going to work back to back. Because Well, remember, a lot of things can be happening. And this isn't, and as we've labeled this, this is a gay prom. This is not a gay person at a prom. No, you're right. And this is, so right. we've this got all kinds of stories happening. Thing. You're totally right. I'm just very curious about the, oh, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go right to it? Wait, what I want to do maybe is like, wait, is that song still playing? Can, no, I, we can. Oh, because I wanted like a hard cut. Between like between like uh, that very like jammy Halsey uh-huh. to just like straight up the next song, you know what I mean? Like, well, let's let, let's straight up it right now. Yeah. So the next song is Shamir, who is amazing. Have you seen this person perform live or anything no. like that? And this is on the regular. This is like a group dance. Like, I feel like this is like oh. you're dancing in a circle. So this is like somebody's pulling like you out of this. Partnered or whatever. Yeah. This is like all your friends. Mm-hmm. All of your friends doing like a neck so, move. So either our one uh, girl, it, friends are pulling her out of this like, oh God, my ex is here. Or camera turns nice. and we just There's see just this another, another group. Yeah. And they're just like, this is the best night of our lives. No, that's We're having really, so much fun. That's a great. Yeah, you're right. That's totally what it is. Yeah. This yeah. is just another crew. They're having like a great time. This yeah. is, a, they went as a group. Yeah. That's, that, that's how I, I went. Yep. Um, I, uh, yeah, just uh, all of this stuff feels so important when you are that age, like all the dating stuff and any kind of um, social shifting of like, we're friends. No, we're not friends. Does that just not like, still feel so important to you? I mean, not in the same way. Like, I guess because I'm making choices about the other parts of my life. Like when you're this age, first of all, your, um, your hormones are going nutso. Mm-hmm. Um, you're figuring out sex is, and, and what that means and how it makes you feel. Um, but your schoolwork, all of that stuff, the like pursuits of your life intellectually are just given to you you're not selecting them you're not i mean you have like little ways of you have your extracurriculars you have to you're like looking forward to college what what choices am i going to be making but most of it's just like laid out for you whereas now i have a lot of those choices to be making so when this kind of stuff rears its head and mm-hmm. gets overwhelming i'm like yeah you know what i can put that to the side for a little bit right now and focus on some other things and maybe that will give me some some sort of uh, uh revelation that will add some wisdom back to that first social stuff that was bogging me down you're patient i think is what you're saying like i have to be it's it's patient or be a raving lunatic <laughs> i think i'm more <laughs> of a raving lunatic no i just i 
I can still get very worked up about friends or crushes or, I mean, obviously it's not the same as being a teen because when you're a teen, like you just just haven't, you haven't been alive for that long. So you don't have, you don't have other things. (laughs) You're, you don't have like, uh, the people you were friends with 20 years ago and the lessons that you learned there. But I also think that sometimes we talk about like marriage or we talk about um, friendships and stuff like it's some sort of arrival. And I think, boy, is it not. You mean uh, friendship and marriage are arrivals to each other? Like that you're going to get, you're going to be, well, I'll be 36, which is the age I am now. And I'll have all that stuff sorted out. And Mm -hmm. I do. I have friends. Yeah. I'm married. Mm -hmm. I have those things sorted out. But sorted out feels very different than I think I thought it would. Yeah. You thought that it would be nicely folded in a drawer and now you could go on to some other drawer. Yeah. Just like our career stuff too you know it's like i i think we're sort of cultured to think that you're gonna get it all sorted out in your 20s you will be at the level that you will always stay at you will have your like crew of friends that is static yeah and um i mean i feel like i'm still at a gay prom sometimes (laughs) (laughs) in what moments well you know like just trying to trying to figure out who your friends are that you're closer with this year versus last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that shifts and being okay with it shifting. And also like, I'm not somebody who ever, um, you know, there are some people who get really upset if their friendships shift. I have never been that person, which sometimes makes other people upset. Cause like mm-hmm. if I haven't seen somebody in a long time, I'm just happy to see them the next time. I never take it personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not true for everybody. Some people are like you because I'm really bad at staying in touch. Some people that are really good at staying t- in touch are like, you don't care about me. We haven't talked in a while. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's just not me. If you're looking for, if you're looking for, <laughs> that ain't me. If you're, if you're looking for, <laughs> that we've talked frequently, that ain't that ain't this guy. Um, yeah. Well, I think th- I have two major thoughts about that. One is that I do think that um, school sets us up in a bad way for that. Because when you're growing up, uh, you see your friends every single day. Mm. And if, you switch schools. That is like, that's that for that friendship, unless you have like a real plan um, and you, you're going to pen pal it up and summer it up. But you, for the most part, you think friends are the people that I see every single day. And then you get into the adult world and friends are the people sometimes that you see every few months. Um, and that doesn't mean that they're less your friends. It just means that's not, the, our lives aren't set up that way anymore. Um, I also think um, you and those people who expect to hear from you more have different love languages, perhaps. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, you're right. I I also think it's entertainment setting us up because I think when we look about when we look at like TV, movies, music, books, everything, all oh. that, it hinges on these feelings that are so intense. But when we live in the world, we have those intense feelings and then they can pass. And two minutes later, we can feel totally different. Well, and also the amount of time that you see your friends in movies, that's crazy. Right. Like these like random groups that we brunch every weekend. Huh? With the same, how do you know? Where? What? Like that, that's huge. And, but I also think like it's that everything has a big turning point all the time. Cause obviously that's how that story structure works. Things are written. Like, um, but another thing I would put this into again, talking about something, talking about something marriage it's uh cheating and the way that like uh cheating is like 
I have emailed my ex. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in like a movie, it's like yeah. I have one time emailed my ex and then the whole movie is about like how now they're broken up and they're like going to live in different s- states or something. Yeah. Like everything is very um, heightened because that's how it works. And so we like go into our adulthood hearing songs about that and all that, all this stuff. And I think in the real world, it's just like, there are a lot of feelings that happen that are small mm-hmm. in time, in duration yes. that they feel very intense. Yeah. I'm very jealous or I'm very whatever. And, but we live in that. That's what the whole movie is about. But the whole movie should be like, I was jealous for like a minute. Um, in well, the range of one year of I my life. I think we're also you in know? a weird place where people feel um, like there There was this whole thing with, with relationships where it's like you shouldn't be codependent, which I mean, that started in the world of addiction, which is has a very different meaning. Um, and it has grown to sort of like a sh- you shouldn't be dependent, which has grown to sort of a you should take care of your own feelings. They take care of their own feelings, which I think makes people sometimes ashamed to even bring up their feelings to their partner and mm. say like, hey, that thing that you made me that you did made me feel jealous because they're like, I should be dealing with the jealousy. It's bad that I'm jealous. I shouldn't have done that. Rather than have a conversation in a way that doesn't feel accusatory so that the person can be like, oh, I didn't realize that it would feel that way for you and or, oh, here's more information. Does this change how you feel about it? All that kind of stuff. Like we've been encouraged to be these like, lone warriors even mm-hmm. within relationships which i think is very yeah. uh, sad and damaging well i mean i have an maybe even even more sinister read on it which is i think it's like rooted in property where it's like mm. your wife's your property and if that person is straying uh then like you need to like like you need to take care of that because like specifically about jealousy well like jealousy i mean it's literally like you're supposed to be the one putting a baby in your wife's body so that like you can so that the your species can continue continues yeah. yes. like it's rooted in you know yeah like cavemen days or cave people days uh and then i think we still act out some of those things now with these like big fears mm-hmm. and again that that like because friendships are also love relationships like that that invades that space too or there's a, a lot of like just a lot of possessiveness and and fear of loss, like that loss can happen at any moment and that it's going to be earth shattering as opposed to just like there's shifts in your relationships, whether they're romantic, whether they're friend relationships, there's shifts and that that's going to happen forever. Mm-hmm. So it's like not necessarily like we don't actually need more people now. We're kind of good. So like, <laughs> let's try to undo that biological damage that has happened Yeah, 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 um, yeah. because we're we don't need to worry about yeah. whether or not the species survives. Yeah. We're fine. And- so like, let's try to just be chill. And babies don't smell that good. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, while we're at, in this circle dancing, uh, we should just throw in my next song in this uh, this prom playlist, uh, Booty Wop by Big Frida. This is... <laughs> Speaking of taking down the negative messages of culture and replacing them with positive messages, here it is. I fucking love Big Frida. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. And she's got her thing that she does. I was very excited when she was on um, uh, Lemonade on uh, yeah. on Formation. Um, I was like, oh, people are going to know this. And then I I was never, I didn't watch her reality show. So I was like, I didn't realize, oh, no, everybody already does. <laughs> everybody knows from I think that. she's actually kind of unsung yeah? still to this day. Yeah, okay. I do. I think like 
one of those people that's really in, been influencing other artists mm-hmm. that the like the whole as famous scene. as Beyonce. Yeah. And the like disconnect between that influence and like her rise to fame is, is pretty big. And that's that's also like I'm not blaming Beyonce or anybody. It's that's how the industry yeah. works. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just don't get to be as visible as you are influential. Yes. Um I've seen her live a few times. I got on stage once. Um, I've seen this video. Yeah, I'm not good at twerking at all. I but it was did, very. I, I did, did not do a good fine. job, but it was very sweet of her and her dancers to be like, "Come on, okay." And like when I was, I was twerking. Supposedly, twer- I was standing next to her, moving my body in the wrong way, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna bend over now." And I was like, "Okay, got it." And like, <laughs> it, it, it was very, like it was my... very like supportive twerk. Uh, that sounds like a punishment. In front, oh, yeah, to me. I was well. She. She had, she had brought, I was like the last person literally on the stage. She'd brought up people over and over and over. And I'm wearing a big Frida shirt in the front row. And as her dancers are like, this is clearly the person who needs to come on stage. I was with Caitlin Gill and Solomon Giorgio. And they were like, yeah, her, this one right here. It was like a, a weird charity act. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm getting so much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about what you're saying and it seems like it was a great experience for you no it was very anxiety inducing okay all right if she had been like me, get on up here and tell a joke i, I would have been like yeah you got it i feel but sick dance and with not a part of me that i am i am not uh but flexible in um, any kind of magical way did you say butt flexible well, i feel like there's a there's <laughs> with good twerking there's like a real butt flexibility no, you're not wrong i just wanted I, to make sure that you I said don't, butt flexible yeah yeah like um that's 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 not my I wasn't sure if you forte. were British for a second. I'm not, but flexible. You know what I didn't know? But <laughs> no. you were like, no, I'm not, no. but flexible. Um, I also, the first time I met her was at uh, Totally Biased. She was a guest. And I said, so I can't remember how this came up. We were like talking in a circle. And I, I mentioned the term sissy bounce, which was previously the genre that she was in. And she like whipped her head around and was like, it's bounce. And I was like, noted. I will know that forever now. Yep. Got it. Got it. Um, and I was really glad to learn that Mm. I, it it was, and, and that she was like, I'm going to tell you this right now and I'm not mad about it, but I'm going to tell you it right now. Um, so that's a cool way of dealing with, uh, adjustment based on the conversation we're having like a couple minutes ago when we're trying to figure out how one is respectful, but Mm -hmm. also setting boundaries and listening and learning blah 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 anyway this yeah. this seems to fit in there i'm making a connection that's exactly yeah that's why I, I i remembered and brought it up like yeah you got to be open to making those changes um but yeah i think you also have to be open to assuming that they're coming from uh, that that the, that the mistake or the thing you want to correct is not coming from an aggressive place word and then everybody gets to leave happy yes with what they wanted what were my next thing um Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is very nice. So Little Brutes is uh, this band my friend Rachel Cantu's in. And this Make Your Own Way is what I had written down as for the first slow dance. Ah. So like we've been dancing yeah. in a group or whatever, but like what's next? So now it's like you're making that statement of I'm going to dance with this one person and it's going to be a slow dance. Oh my god. This I is, still love, it's a bold moment. I still love partner dancing so much. Yeah. I love spinning people around. 
Are you a I good love leader? Doing dips. I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not. Look. I, look. I have been flexible, uh-huh. and I have been indicating that I'm. I am a flexible person. Uh-huh. But uh, no, I'm just gonna be fully cemented in this view. I'm terrific at, at partner dancing. How? Where did this come from? Where? Wh- how'd you find partner dancing? Uh, like I just like. I just like always danced with my little sister when we were uh, kids because and one of them is a dancer right my older sister is a dancer and okay. i took eight years of ballet and jazz oh uh, oh and did you have tap. to do that in the leotard and tights yes god i hated the leotard and tights so that was my prison i talking yeah. about wearing different things that was my fucking prison. Okay, sorry. So I, I was a, I was a chubby all kid. All of this dance mm-hmm. as a kid. My sister actually is a dancer, like still is a dancer, and she was really good at it. I that type of dance, ballet, all that mm-hmm. stuff, uh, didn't work for me. I think, yeah, it really didn't work for me. Um, but it I made think, me feel like my body was put together wrong. From, like I was oh, like, mine yeah. doesn't do that. Well, it, it also. Doesn't, was bent that way very tied up or? in femininity mm. and um the perception of like what one should be uh on a gender spectrum was very finite and that just i just i just didn't yeah i yeah. was, I was never too. i was gonna be a goon yep i was mm. gonna be a goon in that situation me too could i um, opt out of this class and instead yeah. shove some jelly beans up my nose and tell you some jokes because <laughs> then I know what I'm doing. I was like a jock. That's what I was. Oh, God. Yes. You mean no coordination in anything. What were your sports? Oh, I played everything. I played softball, soccer, basketball, swimming. I was all those in. And you excelled at them all, didn't you? I was pretty good. I mean, I wasn't like. I feel like you're an exceller. Well, I would. No, I would say this. I was pretty relaxed about it. Like I didn't. I didn't pick one sport. There was no committee is what you're saying. Yeah. Th- yes. <laughs> I didn't pick one sport and I didn't do it year round. So I played like all sports year round. And so for that reason, I was never like amazing at okay. any one thing, but I was like the captain of my swim team, played rugby in college. I mean, I was like in, I was in full on jock, full on <laughs> jock, never did anything like theater related. Yeah. See, for me, I, I was just like my, I was just too awkward and uncoordinated with my body in everything. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. My sister, like the one that's a dancer, that's who she was. So she like couldn't like was, you know, getting hit in the face with like huh. a volleyball type of a person. But and with then dance. I, dance totally works for her. Huh. And she's really graceful and, you know, continues to be. And then my little sister, so she's like a lot younger than me. So I would dance with her because I just kind of like parented her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and easy um, to lead with a, with a kid. Yeah, she's adorable. And then when I started dating women, uh, that was a whole thing where I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, like again, you're trying to figure out like, well, how do we even dance when neither of us has been taught? But I was like, I actually know how to lead because hmm. I, you know, grew up. And then um, I had an ex that bought us like, yeah, like dance lessons. Ugh, what a dream. Dance lessons with her. Love it. Um. But Rhea and I are at our wedding had such an incredible first dance, and folks were like, "That was really fun." Yeah, and uh, I remember. you remember, <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of like, "Congrats!" Like, how like how did you practice that? And did you go to take lessons? We were like, "No, man, we're just great." That was our first time we ever did that. That was our literal first dance. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, but we had a really fun first dance. Do you remember it? Like, really? Because it was really fun and yeah. we, like, spun around and stuff. Because hey, I, like, love yeah. doing that. Yeah. It's basically my dream is that I would like to do that every night. There was a lot of great dancing at your wedding. My it was a dance-intensive wedding. great <laughs> dancing because everybody was fun and nice and kind mm-hmm. and had, like, a nice heart. Yeah. And everybody was, like, up for it. Yeah. 
and, and good tunes. Yeah, it was great tunes. We like, that was Rhea. Rhea like really took charge of the music. We had a great DJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like everybody was, it was like nice, it was nice people too. Like nice people like you. It was not people we felt like pressured to invite. Yeah. It was people we wanted to be there. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always great. That's always important. Yes. Um, yeah. I, uh, I love uh, the partner dancing. It's fun. I went through a real phase, I guess when I was younger in like my twenties, I would just like, like around uh, guys that I liked, which I didn't, this was one of my, like, I, I really should have noticed that this was my move. I would just put my arms up and be like, all right, you want to dance with me? Like formal arms. And they would be like, oh, okay. Like, I don't want to dance like at a club. Like I want your hand on my shoulder. You're holding my other oh, hand. So I don't romantic. care if you're good at it. Let's just figure that out. Um, love it. Uh, I did an, a commercial recently though, where I had to swing dance and it practically broke my body. Uh, so I I'm like, I, I am that not day. able to do this anymore. I think that you told me this. Am I yeah. making this up or did yeah. you tell me this? No, you know, cause we went to the movie and I was oh, like, that was Oh that, yeah, yes, that's I when you almost said it. can't move. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, that was No, intense. that's true. I mean, if I had to do it for like a, an on-camera situation where there's a lot of like hitting because that requires a lot of hitting marks being yes. very specific and then repetitive yeah. that sounds and also like stressful. some tricks you yeah. know like some flippy kind of no thanks anyway so wait we're on a slow dance now we're we're like uh we've we've made our statement that this is the one that we want to slow dance with yeah um, and i think we can make it i think we can make that two songs with a uh, girl by the internet do you know that song no Ah. Uh. But if the whole internet made it, it's got to be good. <laughs> um, the the lead singer is Sid huh? the Kid from. She was like the, the she was in the Odd Future. Hmm. So I think it's like a cool, intense, sexy song. Girl. Yeah, all this is right. This feels. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. Are we at a prom where there's like a fireplace? Because it feels like there's a fire f- <laughs> uh, fireplace I in guess that song. It so. could, could be. What kind of lodge did, um, did the or committee we, rent? Or, or we could be in, at a prom where like uh, everything falls away and uh, there, there's just a spotlight with a view wow, and that that's, one person. No, that's a good one. I was thinking um, it's like a warm kind of a uh, uh, prom where everything falls away. You're on a you're floating in the middle of a pool yeah i don't could, know why it could be that too it could be yeah maybe maybe we're after is. prom yeah. and we're and everybody oh, nobody was gonna nobody was gonna get in the pool but yeah. haha we did it was just a joke but was it a joke or was it super sure. sexy sure 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 so, our prom was a whole weekend whoa we had like a prom, post prom that was organized by our, our school that was down by the by lake michigan it was very far away mm-hmm. why the i mean i was like helping to organize this but why the adults were like no that definitely like makes sense far? that we should uh 15 miles okay all right 20 miles all right but imagine transporting an entire prom were there buses or- yeah, we're, yeah we rented buses and there Oof. was and you went 20 miles what anyway um but then that weekend my friend's parents had a lake house oh and we all went up there fancy she was fancy. Had a whole extra house for the lake. Yo, they had two houses up there. What? Two houses just a, for the lake? Uh, yeah. Very big family. Wowie zowie. And they could fit, they could sweep 25 people in the pool house. 
I still know this because I knew how many people we could invite. I, I feel I it was formative. <laughs> I feel like that would make me feel pressure to always socialize with a, an incredible number of people. Uh, there wasn't always a, that's a great point. I think it, that did not, for me, it made me feel very poor. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, as a friend, it, I'm saying like, if I had no, that I house, know. I would be like, oh God, there's only seven people coming. Oh, don't we know 12 but others? Sometimes we would just go up there like two or three people. And I think, I don't think she felt that, maybe she felt that way. I think she felt oh. kind of just like, I get to host everybody all the time. We're default always going to my house. Yeah. And so I think it actually kind of felt like a cool uh, in charge moment and a time in your life when you're just like, am I in charge of anything? She was very much just like, look, I know how to do this. Look, if it's not, we're not going to my house, then we're going to like your parents' basement. Like, but I have this whole house where my parents won't even be and there's a pool there. Yeah. So, holy crap. Imagine. Yeah. Plus, she drove a freaking BMW convertible. What? No wonder I was in love with her. Ugh. This is not how a child should live. This was a child. <laughs> no. Um, all my friends who grew up rich had no idea that they were rich. I mean, maybe they did on some level, but they certainly acted like they did not know. Mm. Um, like in a nice way or in a out of touch way? Both. Okay. Like they they were out of touch and they, they weren't holding it over anybody's head or anything. This family but was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, we don't all we didn't all get cars for our 16th birthday that are brand right. new you know that we like our we we don't all have beach houses and yeah but they it, it just yeah it always seemed like a little bit of an out of touch mm. sort of thing or that sometimes they would be defensive about it like mm. i'm not rich my other friends are rich like okay well yeah those people own a rocket ship that is <laughs> crazy rich but there's a spectrum i was i feel like my that friend particular in her family were very very generous to me i don't know that i knew how much i don't think i understood the scale of what was going on in my high school because there were some very wealthy families and some like really middle class families i think the biggest point of stress is like i think there's a ton of pressure on my parents which i only found out mm. recently you hmm. know like being a person that was a thinking person about yeah. what one's parents are going through mm -hmm. is that my parents like put us in this school where some of the folks are just super rich. And then it's like, I'm coming home being like, Hey, everybody's doing this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they're like, well, fuck. <laughs> that was, that was just my very early elementary school for me where up until third grade, I was in a private school and the kids would check my tags. And that's like, in like second grade, first grade to see what label I was that's wearing. Terrible. Yeah. It was very weird. Ugh. Which is not stuff that kids should have to do. I dislike it. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Oh, you know what? My final song is while running out of the... Oh, I also want to mention all of the folks on this are queer artists. Yes. Did we say that? Uh, we didn't, but I, I. that's the way you made your playlist, so that's what I continued. I think it's cool to say that too. Yeah. Um. So this is... So no Katy Perry. The theme song to my podcast, Query. It's also in my television show, Take My Wife. That's how much I love this song. This is my friend A.W., and this is who we are. This is what you're going to listen to while you're running out of the prom with your, with your little sweetie. Yay. Yeah. Pump it. She's got a great opening. Just things are going to be okay. It's just great, right? Yeah, we're hopeful for life. Uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but it's going to be okay.
There's this really amazing television show in the UK, Skins. Do you oh, know yeah, it? I love Skins. And then they tried to make it in the United States, yeah. but it didn't I, work. I like like the first season or two, and then like they got a new class even in the UK oh, one. Oh, the like, new class is actually where it's at for me. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm yeah, a I big uh, Naomi and Emily fan. Okay. Uh, Don't remember. Naomi. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> these are young people. These are children, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I am saying the fan name, but... um. Yeah, they're in like seasons three and four, series three and four, because right, that's what yes, it's called in the course. UK. And I think. Mm-hmm. and It is what it is called in the UK. Yeah, no, I mean the seasons. <laughs> I think it's three and four. Um, but they have this really great love story, and it actually involves an amazing prom mm-hmm. sequence. And I wish I knew the... I'm like so into this that I should just be able to know the episode number. Um, but yeah, can, I watched it like 10 years ago. You can watch that stuff on YouTube. And if you're it's like a YouTube young... Queer person, um, and you, I feel like it's really important to me to watch representation because it makes me feel mm-hmm. like held, supported. Uh, check out the Naomi and Emily storyline, and they have a, there's a great prom night scene or whatever that you're gonna love and feel really wonderful about. Mm-hmm. And then you can set this AW song, put that on <laughs> over the music. I can't remember what's actually in it, but uh-huh. um, how did you find AW? Oh, like digging into queerness. I know that sounds really intense, but I actually know like all the people on this playlist. Not not Shamir as well. Um, we only have done some sh- a show together for Planned Parenthood, but I have been investing in the last two years, really, since like the election. Mm-hmm. My desire is to just like invest as much time as I can in getting to know the other folks that are queer, that are working in entertainment or not working in entertainment, like really trying to figure out who and what my community is because I spent the last uh, 15 years working in comedy and obviously there's always new people to meet and I'm always happy to engage with that community but I found that I didn't know everybody that was queer that was working and I set it as a goal so I've been like trying to have conversations trying to go to shows this is like how I spend my disposable income Mm -hmm. and it's not and when I say disposable income, I, re- I just mean like the 10 bucks or whatever that you have to spend on a movie. I try to like rent a queer movie mm-hmm. on iTunes or, you know, something like that. Try to put the money back in. Yeah. Well, and I I, it, I feel like in the, the same amount of time you have been um, and, and longer than that, I've, you you have become a um, mm, uh, leader and representative for this community. And it is one of men, many, I'm not, uh, but I think it, in that position being like, oh, well, then I should know who I'm talking to and talking about and talking for Absolutely. is great. Like, yeah, good on you. <laughs> well, I that's for all very intentional. I mean, I actually appreciate you saying that because it means that it's being noticed. And like I said, I mean, do I have room to grow as a comic? Absolutely. But for me... No, yeah, clearly, obviously. Yeah. No, For I mean, me, like... No well, I, that I just mean, like, I have so much more to achieve as a comic. But this isn't about achievement. This is really about, like, trying to position myself as, like, some sort of thought leader or, at the very least, ally mm-hmm. so that um, I'm helping us at a time that is the first backslide I've, I have experienced in my life Mm -hmm. prior to this, prior to 2016, the direction that I knew was forward. 
in yeah. terms of progress. So now we are in a backslide and I feel very called to be with my community. Yeah. At prom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that we're back, we've backslid in a number of different um, cultural representation. Yeah, for a lot of different It's across the board in anything that's touched by but civil rights. But I also feel, and I, I hate to have a, a I kind of hate to have a bright side for that stuff because I think sometimes it just sucks. But I, there, the little bit of a bright side is I think that people are making it more their own jobs to change that instead of trusting that the system is going to slowly change things because the system was slowly changing things and then the system just rolled it all back. And I think now people are like, okay, I have to... F- I have to talk about this more. I have to learn about this more. I have to be part of what puts this right. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I mean, for me, the first bunch of years of my career were was about talking to mostly straight folks about what it was like to be queer so sorry, that I so that I could Well, no, I just that was that was the choice I was making at the time. I was like, I want to increase my circle of safety. Yeah. I want to make the world better for me to live in. Mm-hmm. Selfish. And also for other people, like I want to expand that circle as far as I can. So I wanted to talk to straight people and be like, do you see how I'm funny and kind Mm -hmm. of nice and stuff? Mm -hmm. What if you don't kill me? Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that was really the focus. But then with this election, I now am like, I don't want to do that job for a minute. For a minute, Mm -hmm. I don't want to speak out to other people and say, let me entertain you so that you accept me. I want to turn and look at my community and say, "Uh, we tried and you are not judging me and i'm with you yeah i feel very similarly about um my audience as a woman uh that for a long time i was like trying to explain what that was like to a male audience and now i'm like uh that's cute that you fellas came i'm go doing this show for these for this with these women that i'm talking to other women now like that's who i'm excited about performing for and communicating with um that said please come see me no matter what your gender uh is uh (laughs) i'm going on tour um but i think that it's a a similar sort of thing where it's like i don't need to explain this there are all these people who already understand it and want to hear and want to just want to like discuss it or hear my experience i I think what you're talking about is just not solely catering to the group that's in power yeah and it's also like what's been happening for people of color, you know, mm-hmm. when there's like white folks being like, why are you just saying that you're proud? Why are you saying you're proud of your blackness? And it's like, yeah, be- because this is what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't somebody who's reaching out to you for a second. They're reaching out to other folks who are scared mm-hmm. and just being like, I'm with you. Yeah. We're and, in this and other folks who, who feel um, not seen and heard. Totally. Being like, I get it because yeah. it's the same for me. Word. Um, so uh, that's where I stand. <laughs> I stand there in the prom. Uh, yeah. Well, I that's have, where I. That's where. That's the space I occupy. Uh, I have one um, bonus track. Bonus. That's, that's just. Uh, this is the end credits uh, of this this prom movie, um, and it's "I Was Born to Love You" by Freddie Mercury. Great job. Do you know this song? I let myself do one old song from 79. It was from his solo release. 
I don't know this song. It, um, I mean, Freddie Mercury in the 70s just singing about love is kind of, uh, like, it chokes me up a little bit. Um, and how carefully it's worded. Like he says in it, um, you're the person for me. I'm the man for you. And like very specifically ha- doesn't lay out the, 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 all the genders of it. Um, oh my God. Right. And so many of, so many of Queen songs were just like, we're rocking, we're doing it. All right. Bicycle race. I don't know stuff. And so for him to do this, like happy upbeat, mm-hmm. I was born to love you love song. I just, it just kind of kills me. Yeah. But even that Queen stuff, I mean, it, Number one, amazing. I can't wait to go home and listen to that more. <laughs> and then Rhea and I were in the car together like right after marriage equality happened and um, We Are the Champions came on. Mm-hmm. And I just realized like for the first time that that it's just like it's gay. <laughs> yeah. This song is gay. Yeah. This song is about like survivors. Yeah. And like that is not a basketball team. Like it's also cool mm-hmm. that I grew up like <laughs> <laughs> during doing, this, doing layups yeah during your basketball during games. warm-ups uh-huh. uh but like this is like we are gonna stay and we're gonna outlast mm-hmm. and like we are the champions and i think what is so important about that is i think when people hear things like that and are not a part of that group they feel like very often they are like wait a minute why not why can't i have that why is it why isn't it mine? Just because I'm star- Why isn't uh, lemonade about my experiences? Why is you know? And it's like, well, because of the way that everything has been set up. And if we can just ad- admit that and respect that, be like, yeah, that is a gay anthem, and that is a black woman's story, and that the, the, these things are representative of these groups. Now we do all get to have them. Yeah. Also, like, can't you just like a gay thing? Well, yeah, but I, but I, th- no, it's I mean, not, it's I not hear the what liking. you're saying. It's, it's the like ownership. People like to be like, that's my song. No, I totally get you know? it. And I, that's, that's really, that is really what I mean is like, uh, can't you just like a gay thing? Like, everything you're saying is right. And absolutely, like, we gotta, we should like, you know, figure it out and blah, blah, blah. And then I also just feel like, I mean, straight folks come to my shows all the time. Straight folks, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, to me, it's like, can't you just like a gay thing? <laughs> I mean, can't, yes. Can't you I just think, like a gay thing? Yes. Can't you just I appreciate like that? a black thing and be white? Can't I, you just I, like a woman's thing? I think a lot of people do. I'm just speaking to the point of view that feels shut out by that door. Right. I am also speaking. Okay. We're doing this. What I'm saying okay. is. So that, even when you feel like this, this door is shut and you're not allowed in. Yes. Put on your pants and be a grown up and. Yeah. Just. Yes. Go in anyway. That's the whole world mm-hmm. for me. Like percentage wise, 10% of people identify as queer. That might change at, like as younger folks are, there's this huge uh, percentage of the population that's now accepting bisexuality as like mm-hmm. a, a way that they identify. What a cool, like mm-hmm. not, I don't mean whatever. I just mean whatever to the number, like whatever it ends up being. Yeah. Whether it's more than 10 or whatever. Um, I walk through the whole world it's not meant for me. The whole world is not mine. Yeah. Every movie I see is not mine. Yeah. Every song I listen yeah, to, the, like, I'm, they're not mine. And so what, what I think is also, like, I actually would love for, yeah, like, like, I would love for somebody to live in the experience of thinking something isn't for them. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that we should be okay with, like, yeah, that's not, like, it's all these right. different things. And 
you don't, it doesn't have to be about your exact experience for you to like it. Right. For it to feel like yours. That's, I guess what I'm saying. Right. That it's like, it can be both about a group that you are not a part of and respect and like that honoring that and you can still like it. And it's, it's that like, it's, yeah. it's feeling like if, if it represents someone else, it's being taken away from you that I'm like, no, no, I, I totally hear it's you. I think I'm just giving you. like an added challenge of like, just be to gay be the for other. the, just be, be the gay, other. just be, yeah. Like, just like for the listening to this song, like put yourself in there oh, okay. or like, you know, or don't put yourself in there or whatever. Just like, like, like everything that's... you're saying is so true and I'm just trying to boil it down to like <laughs> just love something that's gay like I just want us to get there like when like these movies that have really changed things the last couple of years like Moonlight and Call Me By Your Name and and now it's like we're at the Oscars and we're hearing these yeah. people talk about gay movies it's like there's still like some joke that's like preceded the introduction oh, of that yeah. where it's like well here's a beach hand job movie like that by the way no other movie that you know is getting any joke preceding its title so like just take out the fucking joke yeah and just like love moonlight yeah you know i i think i'm i think your gentleness i'm adding a little bit of like a <laughs> get like the fuck a slap over it. on the butt <laughs> and just being like just like love something just love something yeah you know like yeah. let yourself love it and don't feel weird nobody's telling you you can't i'm not telling you you can't love it just love it yeah just love it just love it. This is what brought my cat over. He Nike, was like, what does this mean? Me too? Gay rainbow I'm, swoosh. It, we, we're not um, talking about you and your experience, cat. Uh, Thank you for doing this. Oh my gosh. Number one, this was really fun. Number two, I have to pee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was a while. Um, but uh, I think we made a great playlist. Where do people find you? Uh, the internet you on is tour? at Cameron Esposito everywhere and Cameron Esposito.com and you should listen to my podcast, Query, or put your hands together. Wait, do they need to be gay to listen to Query? No, it, your ears will work. Yeah. Well, actually, your ears might not work because I don't know what's going on <laughs> with your body. You might be otherly, you might be abled in a different way. So, like, ugh. But, like, like we're a doing gay the best podcast. We can. Yes, like a gay <laughs> podcast for once in your life. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.